Welcome to Natural Eleven Podcast. Everybody hit level five a little bit early due Ding. to some big random encounters. And uh, we have the pleasure of playing tonight on the surface of the sun. It can't be any less than 40 degrees Celsius in well, this room. And it's 35 outside. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, outside. It's hot. It's hot. And it's going to be gross. And I get to spend the night with you guys. So, level five abilities. What did you get? Jeff. <sighs> Let's see. I took... Do we get a feat that level? Yeah, you got a feat. I took extra bombs. Just extra bombs? Just bombs. Bombs. Just oh, okay. Throw bombs for freaking days. Okay, so extra bombs. It's never easy. ending amount All of day, bombs. Did you... Um, did you get any spells or anything um, like that? I took, like, extra... I took um, an extra thing of Fox's Cunning, and I'm pretty sure I got Air Step. Okay. Mm. But I can change that up every day, so... Yeah. I got additional spells, but... Nice. Uh, Mike. Alrighty. Yeah, I took a, a feat to use my whip, my main weapon, the whip. Yeah. So I can actually do lethal damage now. So you can actually like use it kill people with weapon. your whip at this yeah. point. Okay. And I took a spell magic missile as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You wanted to be like me. He can cast spells. My now. hero. I needed to emulate my hero... The wonderful half elf psychic. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Speaking of the wonderful half elf psychic, Melissa, um, fifth level. What'd you get? So I, um, I got the ability uh, for blindness, deafness, and then I also got um, charm person, so that I can uh, charm people, charm my way out of things. Perfect. Awesome. Um, and lastly, we have the. Wonderful padlock. Uh-oh. Something. <laughs> Something. Uh, Jace. I took uh, power attack as my feed, uh, and I got this startling appearance. Uh, sorry. Startling appearance. Uh, and attacking unaware foes makes them flat-footed, and they get a minus four to attack uh, me for one round. Nice. Ooh. So like if, you, if you take someone by surprise or something? It's yeah. like an advanced surprise round. You know, like, eyes bug out, and you're like... Rrr, rrr, and so would that, would that apply basically any time like a sneak attack would apply kind of thing? Uh, I believe so. Or um, just like... Is it like once per combat? Maybe maybe I'll be in like my uh, social guys. Okay. And I don't look like I'm then going punch to Punch someone in the face? Punching people in the face and look like I'm just being a higher hand and oh. suddenly, bam! You, you with power attacks gonna be dangerous. <laughs> with a power he's attack, gonna he's gonna rival you for the amount of shocked. ability to output damage. At least single target, Let's he'll be the champion. Just calm down for a second. <laughs> no one rivals. So you defeated no the goblin bomber. You defeated the goblin snipers. Good job. Um, you guys have delivered your package to the appropriate person, and now you have the freedom to return to the city, or you can take a night's rest. Rest. That's up to you. Let's take a nice uh, rest. Yeah, let's... Okay, heals all around until I'm exhausted, and that should get everyone to... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll, I also, I'll heal myself, because I have enough heals for myself. Stop healing yourself. Stop healing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I just have to actually have a question. I was looking at my special abilities. I have Focus Force and Intensified Spell, and to me they kind of seem the same, and I didn't know... Sorry, when I, I should use each. 
The Intensified spell, if I remember correctly, is more for later. Oh, that's the that's one like I got for later. And then I have focus yeah. four, so that one would be more so for now. So if your focus, your focused force, yes. So your focused force is, I believe, the one that allows you to increase the die one step. Yeah. Yeah. So your magic missiles, when you're using focus force, do one d six instead of one d four. And it only costs one. Uh, fren- one frenetic pool. One frenetic pool, yeah. which is crazy because you have like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually mm-hmm. not too bad. It's better than the save increase. Um, so you guys took your night's rest. What are you guys sure. going to do? Are you guys going to head back to the city? Um, oh, hold on, I'm doing night's rest. Is there anyone in this town that's like of interest? Like, is there anything like a knowledge local? I guess would be. I don't have knowledge local. I do. I do. Yeah. Anything special about this town that we can know about? No, this. Uh, it's not really so much of a town no, as much as it is just like a roadside inn. Well, that's not. Besides, town is not like that prancing pony, and we're not going to get attacked by ring wraiths. No, you're not going to get attacked by a ring race. It's more flying goblins. But in this case, no, Harsk, the city that you were trying to get her to, is still like another fifty kilometers away. But they don't want her. Yeah, they don't get it. Well, the doing, guards doing don't want our help, but I'm sure other people do. No. Um, how I'm pretty sure how long did the journey take? Uh, it took about a day. <laughs> Can we uh, request like a horse or a new caravan or something? Um, well, you could, I suppose. You could buy a horse. What? I don't what? want to buy a horse. I want a free horse. <laughs> well, no. Nobody That's rude. is going to be giving you a free is horse. Is there like, caravans I can pay for? I don't want to buy a horse. You can just walk. Hopefully, our, He's got little uh, legs. That's true. Maybe you your carriage is still back there. We just need a new donkey and then bring it back and hook it up and go. Do I get reimbursed for the horse I had to purchase? No. Then I don't want to do it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what a cheap ass. You'll be reimbursed with gratitude. Yeah, you'll be reimbursed with gratitude. Actually, mm-hmm. nothing to Actually, uh, Josh, could we instead substitute an expensive horse for a cheap ass? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll take. I'll, we'll, do that. we'll hook a donkey up to the caravan. <laughs> uh, we'll say a donkey is a gold. Okay. I'm not, I'm not paying. <laughs> so expensive. <laughs> who's Who's gonna name the donkey? Come on, Melissa. Pay for the donkey, and you can name you can it. Name it. Yeah. No. Wow. I mean, you're the one that wants it with your stubby little to, uh, legs. The padlock is going to help facilitate commerce and uh, uh, the local staple person's economy and whatnot and For other coin <laughs> and tax references. <laughs> uh, and by donkey with a single gold piece. Padlock always does the right thing. <laughs> it's so true. Thank goodness for him. <laughs> So what's its name? Jingus. Uh, Jingus. Jingus donkey. Jingus. Okay. Jingus. Okay. Perfect. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, that's his name. There's too much pressure. And it likes you. It was too much on the fly. If anybody else wanted to spring one gold piece, they could have named it. But I suppose that uh, that's what happens. It's too much. When everybody's too fucking cheap. Um, cool. So, what are you guys gonna do? You guys are gonna trot back to the city. Yes, I guess we might as well. There's okay. probably lots of bad things happening there. Tick tock, tick tock, going on to the city to challenge things. Uh, no random encounters this time. You'll be lucky to know. Hooray! 
you return back to the city, and there's a the hustle and bustle of the city of Corvosa. There seems to be something about a ship um, that came in in the night when you guys were gone. You don't really know much about it. Um, Lots of ships. Yeah. So there's like a ship going on. You could do a diplomacy check to kind of gather information. Um, I have a plus seven. Does anyone have better than that? No. That's probably not when you roll a two. No, yeah. Uh, I'd love Your diplomacy is good. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 13 on my diplomacy. That's not bad. Sorry, I'm in the midst of... Donkey certification. Oh, there you go. I, I needed to go through my uh, donkey paperwork. Filling up the donkey license. Making sure it had its. Uh, Make sure it's all registered <laughs> properly. Yep. Insured with the local authorities. And yep. It pays its taxes properly. Yep. <laughs> this donkey doesn't know. And a natural oh, one. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, shoot. So I. I rolled a two. So. Well, I guess I'll roll. Might as well give it a try. Drunkards can. Yeah, I've got natural twenty. There you go. A natural twenty. Oh, I have plus so, seven. Oh, so that's twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, okay. twenty-one. Wow. So uh, you kind of go around and you listen to the people kind of whispering to each other and kind of talking to each other, and you get the gist that the Corvosan guard fired upon and destroyed a ship full of foolish pirates from Riddleport, who had obviously hoped to sneak into the heart of the city under the cover of night. Um, other people are saying that there's a sinister-looking ship that refused inspection as it sailed into the river. When it neared the north bridge and still failed to make its intentions known, the watch fired upon and destroyed it. Hmm. And the last one that you got was that none of the guards who signaled or shouted out to the ship received a response. Some are saying that no one was on board at all. Oh. In the Jagea River. It was was, uh, fired upon and sunk. It was sunk, but I thought you just said they took the ship. No, no. Oh. fired upon it, and destroyed it. At least it got a Viking funeral. Well, it did burn. You know, well, that's what they say. Maybe it did burn. Give me a give me a d twenty. Seventeen. What do you really want? Do you want it to burn? Yes. Then it didn't burn. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, treacherous DM. All right. You, so that was from a place called Riddleport? Riddleport, which is also in Varesia. How far away is that? Well, they say, you think, some people are saying that it's from Riddleport. Other people are saying that it might be actually Natalese in origin. Oh, Natalese. Yeah. Which is a different country. Has the sh- remains of the ship washed ashore anywhere? Or? It's sunk down to the bottom. Oh. They think it's about 80 feet. Someone have uh, swimming abilities? Uh, okay. <laughs> swimming How much is a uh, ring of water breathing? I don't think so. 5,000? 4,000? Hey, Jelly. <laughs> Something that probably. Well, seeing as you wouldn't spend a gold for a donkey, I don't so, know. So, yeah, a donkey's not give me any treasure. <laughs> Some uh, a missive comes to you from Grau Saldado. He's urgently beckoning that he wants to see you. Grau Saldado, you'll remember from the ships um, with the Spider King. You oh, sobered him up. Oh, yes. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, he wants another date with you. Oh, the uh, is this the soldier that I sobered up? Yes. Or is it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the uh, affair you guys had. No, yeah, you guys you're had thinking of the other guy. <laughs> you guys had a wild, drunken night. So that was the same 
No, there were, I, there were two guys. That oh, I was there's two yeah. guys. Oh, there's the guy I really uh, got hammered, and this is the guy... Who helped you fight, and oh, I kind of okay. talked about him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah let's go check him on, on uh, Graus El Daro. Okay. Graus El Daro. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so he looks for a private place when you come up, and he says, Padlock, you're the one that I can trust. He says, my niece is sick. I don't know what she has, and neither does anyone in Trail's End. She's broken out all over in red pox and can barely keep down food, or even the swill that's good for nothing herbalist gives her. Her mother's talking about going to the Bank of Abadar, but can't afford to pay the prices their clerics would demand. Then I remembered you and your friends and how you handled yourself during the riots and how you aided me. I figured you could help a bunch of resourceful, resourceful folk like you I bet you don't already have a way to fix this. If you don't already have a way to fix this, you must know someone who can. Surely you can't just sit by while a child suffers, can you? No, I cannot. Uh, and I'll roll a heel check. To, is she there right now? Trails in. So it's sort of like... Uh, it would be like the Woodbridge of Toronto. So it's like um, a suburb. Okay, so let's go. Oh, well, I'm going anyway. Yeah, yeah I don't think I'll be very useful. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather sit in the box. So you're going to go? Anybody else going to go? <laughs> I'll go. Okay. All right, I guess we'll stay in Paris and I'll stay with Rector. I was going to write a letter to, uh, shoot, what was her name again? The Our contact in the city guard. Christina Croft? Yeah, to see how things are going with, you know, how my character's father had that court case and charged with murder and whatnot. Yeah, it still has not come up. They're still kind of going through all the stuff with the riots and stuff yeah, like that right now. Yeah. So. That's um, you, not... I, I saw you giving Jeff the stink. It's my tablet. Yeah, I don't know why my phone is beeping. Oh, it's through the tablet. Yeah. Put it on mute. Sam's texting. I don't freaking know how. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I see where she gets, like... That she must have learned from you how to text. No, you know three, three words, fifteen texts, no, three words per that's text. That's the way Sam texts. That's the same way Josh. I'll know when it's Sam. You know who learned from him. You know what? Maybe it was symbiotic. Josh is like a machine gun texter. He'll send you like one word text. I'll send you fifty texts. Each of them have one word, and they'll all be like, just boom, 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 boom. I hate everybody, <laughs> especially you, Jeff. Okay, fine. I'd like to go try to learn more about the boat. Sure. If there's um, some treasure down there, I think. Before okay. we go, I'm going to buy us a... Right, gecko? <laughs> <laughs> I have a water gecko. Or a riding gecko. Or you will. Yeah, in a bit of time. I'm going to buy a wand of water breathing. With four charges on it. Okay. Well, we only need... Four of us aren't even going. And just the two of us need it. It's yeah. Well, yeah. you guys are not I mean, going to the ship right now. We will be. Okay, so <laughs> I have a wand of water reading. Shut up. Okay, so you have your wand of water reading. Just okay. meanwhile, he's buying that. I'm, I'm kind of on shore in here to where it is, and maybe asking him more around about like what type of ship did this look like before it got, you know? Yeah, finding out. It was trailing a yellow light, supposedly. Um, do you have a knowledge sailor? Or do you have a profession sailor or a knowledge, let's say, local? Just um, local. I have spellcraft. Survival. Well, I'm with you. I have local, arcana. too. 
you had profession sailor, I'd be very confused. <laughs> um, yeah, do knowledge local. I am a barbarian. What's your, what's your knowledge roll? <laughs> Fifteen. Yellow lights generally indicate plague ships. Oh, so there's a sickness on board. Yeah. Nice. Um, but it was the few guards that you do speak to defined definitively as like a black needleese ship, like a sloop. Hmm. And it was trailing a yellow light at the front, for sure. 100%. Hmm. A sloop. Pause the... I don't even know what a sloop is. I'm just saying a sloop, because I know it's... It's like a skiff? It's like half between a skiff and a barge? No, I don't know either. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm just going to say, like, holy shit, you actually do have another, like, profession (laughs) sailor. Does anybody actually know what... Either of us were talking about anybody know anything? They were, they were, were talking they about were boats. All boat types. Okay, that's, <laughs> did it that's have all something to do with seamen? Yes, I lost some seamen so. went down that day. <laughs> uh, so where 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 does who knows about that? Where does the sloop fit uh, on the level of schooner? <laughs> I don't know to be honest. I'm sure some fucking sea captain who downloads. 25 of our episodes would be just furiously <laughs> messaging. Talking about his beard and Is it Arr! screaming into his pipe. Like that. <laughs> these stupid city folk. <laughs> I don't know who seems to listen to this podcast. Apparently I do. Um, so we'll pause what you're doing in the city. Sure. And you can easily make it to Trail's End. Not a problem at all. Um... There's a small, it's a small community northeast of Corvosa, uh, mostly made up of Varesians with a few Shawanti and a few socially disaffected Chalaxians. It's relatively poor and it has a dangerous reputation, um, but the neighborhood feels more like a small town um, than any district within the actual uh, a city or anything like that. Um, when so Grau accompanies you, and when you reach Tace, Tace Soldado is his sister. Um, there are two children playing in the living room, Charlo and Rello, and you knock on the door, and the door kind of just like opens up, and the two kids kind of come up and like open the door and let you in. Hello, Uncle Grau, and they like hug him and stuff like that, and there's no sign of Tace. She's already dead. <laughs> All of a sudden you hear, coming from upstairs, a spasm of ragged coughing filling the house. Um, a man comes in that Grau does not recognize, um, but you most certainly do. Um, he's an acolyte of the Bank of Abadar, and he comes out washing his hands in his bags of herbs, and he had been brewing some type of concoction that smells like cinnamon. Um... Grau takes a look at him, obviously displeased, and goes upstairs and you can hear him having like a sternly whispered conversation with a female upstairs. Um, The man looks over at you and he says, ah, you must be the padlock. I've heard a lot about you, but I haven't really had a chance to actually meet you in person or I've never seen you myself. I've only heard things. And he says, the name is Ishani Dhatri. Pleased to meet you. And yeah, same with to you, sir. Says, anybody who's in the service of Abadar is a friend of mine. By his lock and key. 
by his lock and key. Um, and he says, what brings you here, sir? Well, I was hoping to see uh, what I can do for the young miss. Ah, yes, the young miss. He says, I've been doing my best with what is possible. She is come quite ill. Um, and he brings you to the side. And because you're both Abadarans, and you can see something is bothering him. Something is definitively bothering him, but he says, I've been trying to treat this sickness with herbs. It's unlike anything that I've ever seen. The red pox is irritating her. She's coughing. She's almost throwing up blood, and she gets weaker and weaker. And everything that I've been doing does not seem to help. He says, I do have one trick up my sleeve, but it's something that I don't have the ability to... Well, and he looks ashamed. He says... Church of Abadar stipulates that no services are for free. And he says, I could use my resources to call upon a removed disease for the child. But I'm struggling right now with the balance between my duty to Abadar and my duty to the citizens. He says, uh, as an Abadar and yourself, what would you do? Well, myself, I am under no such contract. Um, however, uh, how much would a, uh, remove disease spell cost, uh, normally? 150 gold. Ha! <laughs> uh, <laughs> just laugh. <laughs> Chump change. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to donate this to the Church of Abadar anyway. <laughs> and I give him 150 gold. Is that so? I don't have it prepared. Or actually, I may even be able to cast it. He says, that's great. He says, I've already actually used my services for the day, but if we wait until tomorrow, I should and provided that the child is well enough until tomorrow. Um, Uh, This shouldn't be an issue. Can't you remove disease? Uh, I'll check to see what level it is. I can do stuff to myself. It's gotta be two or three. It is two I can cast it. I can bodily permit, but that's just for myself. Yeah, I, give I do that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. 150 gold? Yeah. Okay. Or I will give it upon services rendered. Okay. <laughs> he says, very well, very, very well. He says, um, tomorrow I will use my my ability to remove the disease from the girl. Thank you. You've helped me with uh, an issue that I would have had. Uh, conflict that this family obviously was not able to afford. I was doing the best I could with what they could afford. But, uh, what's up with the goblin? And then he points over at Nimtek. <laughs> I'm just here for fun. Yeah, very well. Says, it's not so much fun. I, I might suggest not visiting the child. I've already told the mother that visiting the child as much as it pains her, that is probably not the best idea. I have a feeling that this is a contagious disease, whatever it might be. I'm just going to do a heel check to see what kind of disease it is. So you're going to go up there? Hmm? You're uh, going to go up there? Yeah. Just based on the description of the disease? Uh, yeah, based on the you description. You should go on one. You want to do a proper heel check. Okay. <laughs> so go buy a plasma yeah, mask. Then I have to... Keep in mind he saves you sometimes. 
Most they now want to die. Uh, the woman comes downstairs and is all of a sudden befuddled the because there's a whole group of different, like, unusual people sitting there. There's a guy with a mask and a gnome. And Nothing they're all speaking to the clear. Nothing unusual. And she says, oh, you must be the people that Grau told me about. This says, anything you can do to help, anything you can do, I appreciate it. And then Ishani comes over and says... My dear, I think that your problems are going to be solved. This man here, he points towards the padlock, he says. Um, this man here paid the fee to remove the disease from your daughter. And then she bursts into tears right away and she rushes over and hugs you and gives you like a giant kiss right on the side of the cheek. What if she's uh, infected? How tall is she? <laughs> how tall is she? Yeah. She's like five foot four. Oh, crap. I, she could probably do that. <laughs> Um, and she's say, she oh. thanking you, thanking you so, so much with hugs and kisses and all of that. And growl, you can see tears in his eyes, and he says, you truly are a good man, Padlock. <laughs> Come on, Constitution's name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Padlock was actually Jace when they met. So now... Padlock? You're not there. You can't question <laughs> it. Shut the hell up, Mike. <laughs> you were Jace. No, you weren't. You were Padlock, weren't you? No, I, I, I was Jace. Actually. Jace. Are you Jace right. now? Uh, yes, I am Jace. <laughs> okay. That would make sense for you. Perfect. Uh, so, no, all the uh, <laughs> stuff about yeah. Avadar. Actually, you know what? I, still I, 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 I'm still Avadar, and I still have the key necklace. So, yeah. Yeah. It just when you said I've heard a lot you, about it, you, your Padlock. Your key is like just your best your place, friend. Padlock, your best friend with yeah. a padlock. You guys have matching. You have the lock, yeah. and he has the yeah. key, and then you guys can like yeah. best friends exactly. forever. <laughs> oh no, forever. Yeah, ever. EVA. So I am going to <laughs> right get on. you guys <laughs> yeah. to make fortitude saves. That's why I didn't go. Me too. Yeah, just <laughs> being in the house. <laughs> that sucks. What's the save? You tell me what your roll is. Oh, tell me what the save is. No, I'm not telling you what your <laughs> Seven! Oh, no. Twelve? Okay. Doesn't matter right now, anyway. Um, <gasps> He's gonna wait. As it stands right now, no big deal. Um, Ishani says to you, he says, Stay the night. We'll travel back to the city tomorrow. And he says, I have duties to deal with at the Bank of Abadar, but I'm sure they would like to hear a tale of your generosity. Um, well, I mean, he paid the fee and stuff like that. He could be like a hero unto the people. Oh, I mean, people, yeah. This is not thrilling for me. I am leaving. I'm going to the ship. You enjoy your disease and money talk. You're going to go to the ship? I'm going to the ship. Okay. Well, you're going to have to travel all the way back. But With his little legs. That's little right. legs. Okay, I'm gonna have a riding gecko. They move fast. Okay. Um, I can take a large person. So the next day, then you can't make fun of me. The next day <laughs> comes, and I assume that you are going to stay there with him. Uh, yeah. Talking with the tenants of Abadar, I suppose. Yep. Okay. Next day, he casts cure disease on the girl, um, and yeah, so the disease is unlike anything that you've seen. You have no idea what it is. Um, and he says, my work here is done very well. And he says, thank you so much, uh, family. He says his goodbyes to the family. Growl thanks you again. And 
he basically um, starts to lead you back into the city yourself. Okay. Um, are you going to go back to the Bank of Abadar? Um, uh, is there a particular reason why I should? Or yeah, so he's he wants to bring you back to the oh, Bank yeah, of Abadar. Oh, yeah, to regale them of my tales yeah. and whatnot. Uh, yeah, sure. And I'll uh, just describe uh, my philosophy, and it's just... Well, uh, the thing well, is... Well, well, I... well, before you get to do that, actually. Towering <laughs> over the surrounding buildings, <laughs> the Grand Vault of Abadar offers a radiant vision of divine luxuriance amid a sea of mortal troubles. As its gray-veined white marble reflects the midday sun, there's little question that the place is the house of a god. Yet, for a day of law, the steep stairs and ramps leading up to the temple's great bronze doors offer a strange, discordant scene. Dozens of citizens, most of them from the working class, although the silks of a few merchants show through the crowd, throng the entry, scarcely being held back by a group of gold-armored Abadar and clerics. All seemed intent on gaining entry into the temple, but the clerics are turning away nearly all comers. The cleric's reasoning becomes clear as one desperate believer is turned away, his pitiful countenance mottled with violent red sores. Back! Back! The temple is not... It is out of services for today. Back. And you can see, like, the crowd and the throng of people just kind of getting, like, super agitated and getting, like, really, really, like, frustrated. You can tell, like, there's panic in a bunch of these people's eyes trying to get in. Do you do anything? Um, Ishani, like, looks, he's like, oh, this is not good. What is going on here? And he's, like, looking just, like, at a distance at some of these people. And he says, oh, my. These are the same... This is the same disease that the girl had. Uh, I'm going to do a heal check to determine the nature. Sure. And that is a tw- 13. A 13? Again, it's you can confirm his suspicion that it is, in fact, the same disease. And so it's probably contagious, then? Uh, likely contagious. Is He's called a strange disease. Is there anything that we can buy to help us resist whatever... Plague you can buy thing? a plague mask, like I suggested earlier. Did you? Seventy five hundred gold, and it gives you a plus four resistances against disease, Ooh. and lets you cast cure disease once per day on creature touched. So, if you're going to try to make a way through the crowd, you need to make a strength check. Yeah. Couldn't buy it even if I wanted uh, to. Neither could I. Seventy four hundred. Seventy five. Uh, Steve, but I mean, you can't give you free cure disease every day. That's true. Every day. Uh, 24? Yep. Yeah, more than enough. You just basically start throwing elbows and knocking people out of the way. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guards (laughs) look at Ishani and give her the Abadar and salute, and because you're with Ishani, they let you in as well. And Ishani looks him too and he says, oh, I did actually receive it. He says, well... They want to hear tales of your story, but I actually also have received a call back to the Temple of Abadar and says, I assume you already suspect my reasons, um, having seen the crowd outside. He shakes his head. The poor lot. You recognize the symptoms too, I'm sure. I had hoped that the Soldado case was isolated, but apparently we have a bigger problems on our hands. And I, I'm concerned for the city, but also for my brethren here. The morning after my first visit to the Soldado home, I came to the temple to hear that three of my brothers awoke with similar symptoms. 
Although they had been healed, I spoke to each, and aside from their usual duties in the temple, none of them had any dealing with any who were ill. Later in the day, more of my fellow priests, acolytes, guards, vault keepers developed symptoms, and folk from throughout the city began arriving, searching for healing. It's been more than a bit frightening. They're calling the sickness Blood Veil, an apt name, I suppose. Most of the patients we're treating here have come from North Point and Old Corvosa. The disease seems to spread fastest through the lower classes. Although we're here at the temple, although we here at the temple can heal some of the ill, I dread the transmission of the disease will soon outpace our resources. The only way to stem the growing infection is to involve the entire city. We need to organize. We need to call upon face of Serenray, Phrasma, and even Asmodeus to face this attack. Archbanker Tuttle and several of his assistants are out pursuing alliances with the other fates, but even that won't be enough. We need to involve the Corvosan Guard and the Queen's new agents, the Grey Maidens, at the very least. That's where you come in. He says, with the number of desperate souls growing, it's not particularly safe for a priest to walk the streets of Corvosa. That being said, I hear you have a good relationship with Field Marshal Cressida Croft. Perhaps you'd be willing to escort me to Citadel Vosniak for an introduction? Uh, of course. Okay. He says, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, he actually will pay you 200 gold to um, escort him. Nice. Look at that, you're up 50 gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Mm-hmm. guess. Okay. Um, Citadel Vosniak poses no problem. Does anybody else join him? I'll well, has he met back up with us? Well, that's sort of... I mean, there are mail services, like pigeon services and stuff like that, that he can pay to yeah. have people oh, up to let him. you know. Like, are you going to call this is, this the troops? The next day, I'd probably come back and I'll okay. find everything I can regarding... Yeah, I, I'll uh, swing by uh, the potion shop and... Uh, even You'll notice the potion shop is also surrounded by people. Oh. People trying to push their way in. Does and Rim like, is like, oh my you, god. you want to hire a uh, security guard? I don't think I just throw bombs Wait. at the crowd and well, security in the room. So the potion well, shop we'll is surrounded right. by people. And Ishani is like, oh my. Everywhere that these people seem to think that there would be some kind of cure, there's people mobbing it. What are you doing? Barring the windows? I was with them wherever they went. Oh. Oh, this is the next day. So, so I would assume have gone because to the ship and we, realized yeah. nothing was happening, I probably would have gone back to my shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once we knew. You couldn't find the ship necessarily. No, 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 kind no, of looking I mean, through the mercury. No. But he would have ship. met up with us because yeah. we were wandering around getting the, like, the. So that would have taken info. a day to find these guys, basically. The rest of the day to find these guys and gather them together. Okay, well, while all that was happening, then we went to the ship and realized there's nothing exciting about it. I would have gone back to my shop at that point. So, yeah, wherever that falls well. into the timeline of his story. All right, so you're at the shop now. Yes. And Rimlick and you are like barring the door. Hotline <laughs> Bling is like hissing at the people through the door and stuff like that and running around. And Majenko is trying to calm Hotline Bling down. <laughs> I slip a note through the door <laughs> underneath and just say, Hey guys, uh, if you can meet me at so and so location, we're going to. Hey, is that a priest? 
No, I'm not a priest. Not you, you idiot. The other one. Ah, shit. He says, priest, cure me. And he says, cure me. No, I'm more. I need it more. Well, cure my child. He's out of spells. What does that mean? He's out of spells. He can't cast the remove disease spell. Are you kidding me? And then you can see that he immediately like fires the crowd up and Rim like from the other side of the door is like, son of a bitch. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. You're just making things worse. We don't know. Do you have a diplomacy check to try to talk them down? Uh, I do. Uh, I like he's out there dealing with it by himself and we're just like locked safely away. <laughs> 23. How do you try to talk I'm them down? I'm watching from across the street. With some popcorn. <laughs> Listen, folks, uh, regardless of your desperation, unfortunately, we cannot help you at this moment. Uh, we are just unable to do so. I apologize, but uh, he has exhausted his divine energies for the day. Uh, and as for this potion shop, uh, trust me, I've been inside personally. They don't have anything that... Uh, uh, could cure this pox. That's rude. I might have some say. <laughs> they grumble. Salt and piss water. Miracle elixir. <laughs> so, they manage to disperse, and the door opens. Well, that was pretty easy. <laughs> well, he talked them down. You owe me a lot of money. <laughs> I could have sold them toilet water and told them the pure miracle elixir. They would have been dead before they could. Ishani, <laughs> so like, Ishani starts to launch into like, a, how dare you? These people need your help. Kind Shh. Of I don't need your shit. Get out of my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for you outside. Thank you. <laughs> don't come into my shop and start preaching at me. I'll kill you. So I take it everyone else is there. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, I will let them know about the ship and how they were calling it a flagship, and it had the light indicating there's a sickness aboard. Oh, wait. Uh, where they shot the ship? Was that close to the poor sector in the slum district? It's, yeah. Yeah. So, as it was coming in through the, the river Jagir. Okay. Yeah. So, was that a freshwater uh, river then? Yep. Okay, so. Do they drink from that water? Probably. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I know nothing about medical anything, so... Well, as a naturally intelligent character, I can put two and two together. Yeah, in your tribe, they drink out of the same lake they poop in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you guys move towards Citadel Voshnak, um not too much of an issue, um, other than the brief kind of situation where Ishani was concerned about possibly mobs and that sort of thing, and the only mob that he came across was the one that was at the shop. If he's so concerned, could he not just take off his, like, robes and be more, like, civilian-looking? Mm, it's sort of... Yeah, he could. I, he yeah, could, but it's that? not, like... He's, he's not hiding from the issue. He just doesn't feel like being torn apart by an angry mob. He says, I have my duties. Then teach their own... He says it would it wouldn't be like you somebody uniform, like you to understand what it means to have <laughs> honor and duty as part of your core tenets. That's okay. Oh. You're not wrong. I'm, sorry. I'm, not offended. I'm not offended. I know your type. As you enter, the echoes of forcefully spoken but unintelligible words resound off the imposing granite and iron walls of Citadel Voshniak's outer curtain. 
Dozens of red and silver armored guards stand in assembly along a pitted stone, mustering ground here, muttering in hushed, somber tones. Before them, atop a weathered, a weathered wooden platform, paces Field Marshal Croft. Her eyebrows arch sternly as she momentarily tolerates the crowd's murmurs. Behind her, upon the scaffold, stand three grizzled veteran guards at attention, as well as an ominous-looking group. These newcomers wear cowled robes of oily-looking leather, supple gloves, wide black hats. Some grip heavy canes, others dark satchels. Each of them, though, wears a dark goggled mask tapering to a pointed beak. Among them stand two others. The first is a middle-aged gentleman in a simple black overcoat with streaks of white gracing the sides of his short, dark hair. He watches the gathered guard with soft, concerned expression, his hands tightly clasping a heavy-looking doctor's case. The second figure is an imposing one, indeed. One of the Queen's new grey maidens, clad in her resplendent plate armor and crimson plume. The field marshal's fierce tone cuts through the rumble of the whispers as she addresses her gathered guards. You will escort Dr. Devalis and his physicians in the royal duties wherever those might take them. Furthermore, you are to consider orders from any of the Queen's green, grey maidens as binding as those of any superior officer in the Corvosan Guard. You are the Corvosan Guard. You will not balk. These are dire times and your city needs these healers. Your city needs you. Your patrol leaders have your assignments. Dismissed. As the assembly ends, the guards gather in the courtyard and break up into groups. And Crusader Croft looks over at you and says, You all seem to have a miraculous timing. You seem to show up at just the right time, it seems. Welcome. And then he says, This is Dr. Devalis. This is the Queen's Royal Physician. Hmm. And he bows slowly. And then this is try to pronounce this name, Cordiatra Destade. And the woman takes off her helmet and bows, and she has two scars crossed over her eyes. Hmm. Um, and he said, I don't know how much you've been in the city or what you've seen, but we have the beginnings of what seems to be an infection or an outbreak of a new disease that they're calling the blood veil. We've heard about it. And the doctor kind of bows and says, yes, this is what I'm here. I've actually been sent um, from Cheliax to, and I was hired directly from the queen herself to come and provide assistance wherever I can, me and my doctors. And they'll just do little nods with their masks on and stuff like that. And they lift their masks up and they kind of like nod towards all of them. And they're kind of like just standard humans kind of underneath. Um... And Devala says, I'll take my leaf, but before I do, I have this for you. And passes out a handout, actually, uh, a writ distributed throughout the city uh, to convey the queen's expectations. Saying what it says, um, it says, By decree of her royal majesty, the reigning queen Iliosa, all citizens and members of the Corvosan Guard are to aid and admit the newly established queen's physicians in this time of urgency. These royal agents will extend healing to those who are ill and organize defense around the spreading affliction known as blood veil. They are to be allowed access to any home or building they deem necessary in the course of their duties. All those suffering from disease or disorder are to submit themselves to the physicians for treatment. To aid in the duties of the Queen's physicians, know that the order of the Grey Maiden 
shall provide military support as needed. The maidens answer directly to the Crimson Throne and will be called upon as necessary to augment and strengthen the peace where the city guards will not suffice. Impeding or distracting the Queen's physicians or the Grey Maidens in the pursuit of their duties is punishable by imprisonment. Impersonating one of the Queen's physicians or Grey Maidens is punishable by death. Knowingly harboring or hiding the infected is punishable by death. Purposefully spreading blood veil is punishable by torture and then death. The Queen's physicians will be making rounds of every city district henceforth until Her Majesty deems the misfortune has abated. So can we all get a copy of that? Uh, no, but that's all being posted up throughout the city oh. and stuff like that. So you get one copy for your group. Okay. I want to write a letter to my, address it to my family at home. Kind to of your like family. A heads up, like, this is happening. Okay. And I also include the thing about the water perhaps being dirty. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Just to keep my, my Well, you can other do than that once you, get, once you get free. <laughs> the poop water is actually better. So. <laughs> poop water is better? <laughs> yeah. Um... So they have the ability, you do have the ability to do that, but the problem with that right now is you are at Citadel Vosniak. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just going to have that ready to like give to a courier to... And Chrysida Croft also says, I do not know where to even begin. Um, I guess the first place to start would be, you said something about a plague ship? That's what I've heard. You fired on the ship, I guess, now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't really deal with naval signals or anything like that, but a yellow a yellow light would imply a flagship. That's what the men at the docks said. Yeah, that is what they would have said. Interesting. That might be your first lead. And she says, I don't have a lot. You know what I could do? Since there's a bit of an issue because it's sunk at the bottom of the jigger. But she just kind of like calls in a guard, kind of claps your shoulder, and says... Go to the royal um, quartermaster and supply each of these fine folks with two potions of water breathing, please. <laughs> Talk about wasting money. Those things last actually for quite a long time. Those I think so. Like hours, hours and hours. It does. Uh, it does last for a while. Yeah. He says, "I guess that would be the first place to start. Would be to simply just go and." Investigate. I know it's not the easiest thing, fighting underwater. (laughs) So if there was, like, whatever this disease is, because it's underwater, it wouldn't really transmit anywhere, right? Because you can't get any diseases through water, right? (laughs) (laughs) No diseases Um, ever. But if we're in the bubble... You have to be ingesting it. But if you're breathing in the water, like air, and it is going in. But if we're in the bubble, would we even be really touching the water? You're you're breathing water. Oh, no. So it's like a fish. So we're going to definitely probably catch it in an epicure later. So she's saying that it could be possible, and this might be a bit of a long shot, but the Direption, I think, was the name of the ship. And if it is true that that's the source of the plague, it is possible that within they may have the cure, or at least more information for us. To find out what's causing this. To find out what's causing this. They had the cure, why would they have used it? But are you paying us for risking our life? I want money. You want money? What happened here? Oh, nature. Yeah, what happened there? Hello. Um, and you're saying that you want money even though the city that you're living in is infected with plague? Well, well I mean, literally, you she, could told, go in the water she told us last time we talked to her she can't pay us anymore. Yeah. 
because she's not allowed to. Technically, you're not under the employee of the guard, so I can't pay you. You can sell those potions of water breathing. They're worth some money. <laughs> yeah, just hold your breath. No, I, have, I have a wand. <laughs> That's true. Actually, everyone should give me their potions of water breathing so I can get my money back. <laughs> um, Sorry, we each got two. Two. Yeah. Why don't we wait to get your money back until we so actually surface in the water? So who knows much about underwater water combat? I remember underwater it being pretty bad. Yeah. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. You want a thrusting... Basically, unless it's a piercing weapon, unless well, it's a piercing I mean, weapon, everything takes half. Yeah. Even mine? Fire-based spells, you have to make a caster level check, a DC 20 plus the spell level, um, in order to even use them underwater. What about stuff like mine? Including skills. your bombs. My bombs can actually go off, though. Only if you manage to make them. If you can't, if you can't you do your throw, caster check. You can't throw underwater. I'll or, gently oh, glide true. this to you the... You can't throw it. You're totally not able to throw oh. throwing weapons underwater. Yeah. What about my abilities? Your abilities are fine. They're all fine. Uh-uh. <laughs> Protect me. <laughs> Maybe there's a, a mechanism you can do to mitigate that, like uh, underwater to launcher or something. Literally just put your bomb... Well, you have... Like, you, you guys have some time to figure that out. Yeah. And we're going to pick this up on the next episode of the Natural 11 yeah. Podcast. Yeah, like you can't throw it, but you can definitely... Thanks for listening to Natural 11 Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Natural 11 Podcast. That is 11, the number, for updates and news regarding the show. Shoot us an email at natural11podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. But most importantly, keep on gaming. Keep on gaming.